This episode of Butch Hockersmith Saves America is brought to you by Doyle's Oils. Don't trust essential oils made by mysterious foreigners. Trust conflict-free Doyle's locally sourced oils. The oils from where you live. From Columbia, Carolina, the heart of the South, it's Butch Hockersmith Saves America. Now here's your host, the real American, Butch Hockersmith! You're on, Butch. Oh, hi! Welcome to Butch Hockersmith Saves America, the podcast where real Americans talk about real American issues. I'm your host, Butch Hockersmith, and with me as always is my buddy Skeeter Dunn. James. And our producer, Cassandra Flack. Howdy, Skeeter. Howdy, Cassandra. Howdy, Butch. Please call me James. Cassandra, you are looking as cute as a ladybug's ear today. Uh, thank you. And Skeeter. James. I notice you are wearing a dumbass visor today. Indoors. You look as goofy as a giraffe in a turtleneck. You trying to buffalo us into thinking you don't have a receding hairline? Yes. It itches. I bet the top don't itch. Bald is beautiful, Jimmy. Don't you worry about it. Nothing wrong with being what you are, buddy. I've been bald for damn near 30 years. You wear a hat. Yeah, but my hat doesn't make me look like a jackass. I wear a real hat, not some anti-Semitic half a hat. Anti-Semitic? Yeah. Don't you think a visor looks like a regular hat with the little Jewish hat cut out? A yarmulke? I don't speak Hebrew. Honestly, Skeeter. James. What's the point of wearing half a hat? You wear a visor, it's like you're walking around with a spotlight on your bald spot. I have a bald spot? Right there where the hole is. Haven't you ever done that thing where you hold a mirror and look in the mirror? Oh, my God. Well, buddy, tell you what. You can wear my hat until you get your head under control. Well, thanks, Butch. Today's show is about social media. Some say it's a tool like any other and that its applications for good or evil depend solely on the user. Others think it's a labyrinthian scourge upon society that wastes untold hours and exponentially amplifies all the worst traits of human nature and will ultimately be to blame for the collapse of our society. Okay, Butch. You sound like you've been reading big books with, without pictures. I don't have an original thought in my head, darling. Skeeter writes the good James. stuff down for me before the show. You are so curious. I learned a bunch of stuff hanging out with Cassandra here in the trailer last week. After you left, Skeeter, she played me a song I ain't never heard by a fellow named Masigo. It's pronounced Masag Masigo. Uh-huh. In this song, Masigo seemed very dismissive of a young lady named Felicia. The song starts off with an old-timey white guy saying, Allow me to show you something, which intrigued me, because I was not expecting an old-timey white guy, and music is not a visual medium. Then there come in two whispery brothers, all auto-tuning each other about, with somebody named Bessie or Betsy, and then the beat drops. Ooh, doggy. What kind of beat you say that was, Cassandra? That's a trap beat, bud. Well, I'll be more careful, because it's a great beat. Then, Masigo uh, drops five or six sentences of straight verbal abuse. Get out my mouth. You ain't on my mind. You're not worth my time. Get out of my space. Then it takes a moment to remind the young lady that nobody will ever treat her body the way he did, which seems counterproductive to me. If his intention is to get the woman out his mouth, why remind her of the fine treatment of her body? And I'm pretty sure he wants her gone, because it's made very clear by his multiple requests to hear her say, Bye, Felicia. Then there's kind of a multiple trumpet computer auto-tuned salad jam, and it's just great. Mixed signals, but a great song. 
He played me some of his James Brown records, and he'll get you up and off of that thing. If you shake it, you'll feel better. She's right. I love black music. Hey, Skeeter. James. I ever tell you I saw James Brown live when I was a boy? Of course. Grandma was working a boat show, and she brought me with her to guard her clothes. Them boat folks hired the James Brown band to play. He must have had 50 black musicians up on that stage. His backup singers had backup singers. The band played their instrument, and James, why, he played the band. He'd point to this fella, he'd play for a while. Point to the singers, and they'd improvise dance moves. He'd point to the trumpets, and they'd improvise harmonies. He'd point to the bass player, and he'd kind of nod. It was the finest collection of human beings I ever seen. He had one fella, his only job was being in charge of a cape. And the audience was about 1,500, standing room only, uptight white businessmen trying not to dance. But they all ended up dancing. At the beginning, they looked about as uptight as Henry Kissinger on Soul Train. But by the end, they were all dancing together, as happy as kids in a fountain. And that's when I learned, you can't fight the funk, you'll never win. I toured with Parliament Funkadelic. For I saw months. Michael Jackson too. Grandma and Skeeter James. and me won tickets off the radio to see him at a stadium show in Jacksonville, Florida. I thought we'd have to take one of them little boats with a big fan on the back, but turns out we could just drive right up. Our seats at the concert were terrible. We were in the Rosa Parks section, way in the back of the stadium. <clears throat> Rosa Parks sat in the front of the bus, Butch. Well, sure, that last time. Fine, have it your way. We were in the Stevie Wonder seats. We couldn't see anything, but the music sounded great. Boy, when I saw the shimmer in the distance off that sequin glove of his, I damn near choked on my deer jerky. Now, this was the victory tour back when Michael was still doing black music. He had a whole bunch of brothers singing and dancing on that stage. Five. Now that I think about it. Let me see here. It was uh, Jeremy Jackson. Jermaine. Jackson Jackson. Jackie. Rudy Jackson. Randy. Toto Jackson. Tito. And Michael, he's my favorite. You forgot Marlon. No, I didn't. That Michael Jackson is a real American. <coughs> yep, that Michael Jackson could do no wrong musically. Have you seen him dance? He never lost his touch. And just look at what the man did for his community. How much heart do you have to have to build an amusement park for the neighborhood kids? I bet he had hide-to-seek games that lasted for days. You never told him, Jimmy? Never had the heart. You're right. Butch, Michael was bad. Really bad. I like Thriller, too. Common ground! You learn anything this week, Cassandra? I learned that uh, the weed you grow will knock me out my ass. It's my patriotic duty. To grow <laughs> marijuana? No, that's what I call my brand, the patriotic duty. I roll it into patriotic doobies. <laughs> I was so high, he even talked me into listening to one of his Billy Joel Shaver albums. That guy can write. You like that old chunk of coal song, didn't you? Oh, I get it. I'm going to be a diamond soul someday, too much. Yep, that's my favorite song. It's how I deal with pressure. You're good under pressure, Butch. You barely flinched when the cops busted down the door. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cops? When you left after the show last week, we was just sitting here doing our patriotic duty, listening to the Willie the Wandering Gypsy and me when who should come busting in? Guns drawn, but Sheriff Wally Pilot and his brute squad. Yeah, talking about noise complaints. Can't nobody hear us with all the foolishness in your trailer. Foolishness? You mean my collectibles? Collectibles? You mean junk. 
This crap couldn't get rescued by the Salvation Army. What are you talking about? Everything here serves a purpose. What purpose does this 1974 Charlombia Yellow Page serve? I use that to improve my posture. What about these magazines? Well, which ones? Any of them. The big stack or the little pile? Any of them, Butch. Well, the little pile is made up of the old classics. You got your fireworks aficionado. You got your national pornographic. That's just pictures of bears making love, mostly to other bears. Even got my stack of soul magazines in that little pile. You subscribe to soul? Hell yes, I get soul. I get ebony edition. I get the origin. I get vibrations. Triple XL. I love black writers. Okay, and what's in this big stack? Well, this is my complete collection of hoarders bi-weekly. I've got every single one. Fourteen years, twice a week. Hell, it's got to be worth something. Every issue is a collector's edition. And what about uh, that tower of empty margin tubs? I still can't believe it's not butter. And until I do, I ain't getting rid of the evidence. What possible use do you have for all of these plastic bags full of sponges? What if there's a flood? It's like a sandbag. Butch, you have you have three baby carriages full of empty mason jars in, in your front yard. <sighs> Toilet's broke. And I can't always make it to the library. Don't look in the carriages out back. Jeremy, are you hearing this, all this nonsense? I'm still on cops and guns. Oh, yeah, the raid. Can you believe that noise complaint? Who's going to complain? Ain't another house but yours for miles. How big's your yard, Skeeter? Uh, it's James. The estate is 8,000 acres. Right. Ain't nobody running around here but me in the trailer and Skeeter up in James. the big house. Noise complaint. Sheriff's still mad his wife blew off her finger with one of my Rasselberry Waterfalls M.A.s. He's been harassing me ever since. He even pointed his gun at Cassandra. What? I was just holding Butch Lighter. Sheriff Wiley yelling, drop your weapon. Oh... Our boy Butch here, he slapped that light, right, lighter right out of my hand so fast. Then I swear, he put himself between me and the cops yelling, I want a lawyer. You have a lawyer? Hell no. That's just something you say to scare cops. Next thing I know, Butch and I are handcuffed on the ground outside of the trailer, and they searching the whole place. They cuffed you? To be fair, my lighter is shaped like a handgun. In light of recent events, it was kind of a foolish purchase. Still, been a long time since I've been handcuffed, and the last ones were fuzzy. And they tried to search <laughs> the place, but, you know, there's a lot in there. They fooled around for about an hour made a hell of a mess. How can you tell? <laughs> Ended up keeping my lucky lighter. Took that brand new bong I just made to replace the yard bongs he confiscated last week, and he copped all the patriotic duty I had. Didn't even charge me with a crime. Uncuffs us, tells us to keep it down. He didn't charge you with possession? I should have charged him. That Wally pilot is useless as a nipple on a knee pad. He ever figured out who robbed your store? Uh, under investigation. Your stuff's gone. Bet you that sheriff's not even looking. You better be. Didn't your insurance cover it? Everything but what was in the safe. What was in the safe? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, come on now. What was in the safe? Documents. What kind of documents? Uh, family documents. What kind of family documents? The secret kind, Butch. What kind of secret family documents? Well, I don't mean to pry. Now it's time for this week's Sign of the Times. In my ceaseless efforts to save America, I bought a church sign and put it on my front porch by my collection of miniature antique frog figurines. 
Each week, I post a quote to inspire my American friends and neighbors as they go about their day. This week's quote comes from a fella named Hozier. Sounds Canadian. Hozier said, social media is an advertisement for the superficial, extroverted self. Of course, by the time I left the house this morning, those dang neighborhood kids rearranged the letters. What's the sign say now? Elf diarrhea, sex oil, total scam. Save the verified sperm-stained penis cover. Wow. Right? The imagination of the American youth continues to thrive. Oh, and before I forget, I owe the folks at home an apology. Last week on our Real American Gaming stream on the spasms. Twitch. It airs every Wednesday at 7.30. Well, last week I suggested that our great nation is experiencing a change shortage because of the proliferation of Jew wishing wells. It was brought to my attention that wishing wells decorate the properties of people of all faiths. Apparently, I just misheard somebody talking about a Jewish person who could sing well, and I drew some incorrect conclusions. My sincerest apologies to, well, Jews. Now, before we can save America, we have a responsibility to be informed on what is happening in our own community. Here to tell us what's happening on the home front is Neva Bartell with the Columbia Calendar. This week's Columbia Calendar is brought to you by THC and caffeine. Howdy, Neva. What's the rumpus? Howdy, Butch, and howdy, gentle Carlumbians. You'll all be happy to know that Messiah Joe has returned. He was found in the abandoned coal mine by local speedwalkers exactly three days from his last appearance at the roller skating rink. The speedwalkers noticed strange marks on Messiah Joe's hands and feet, and possible signs of tetanus, stigmata, and death. The second chance prom was by all accounts a shining success, with zero fatalities and only one near miss. Sources report that Sylvia A. Quack, founding member of AVA, Americans Against Violence Against Animals, and Tallulah of Tallulah and Daughters Taxidermy had been trying their best to avoid each other due to irreconcilable life philosophies. However, when a mounted buck fell from the gymnasium scoreboard headed straight for Sylvia, Tallulah swept in and pushed her out of the way just in time. Sources report that Tallulah and Sylvia stayed on the gymnasium floor for longer than was platonically necessary, as they stared deeply into each other's eyes. The start of an opposites attract romance? Time will tell. The vegan barbecue festival and chili cook-off is this weekend, Friday through Sunday. This year, they have food for vegans of all kinds. Sure, a hog on a spit is tasty, but have you ever considered beans? We all like digging into a greasy brisket, but you know what's also just okay? beans. A rack of ribs connects us with our primal past as hunter-gatherers, savagely ripping away meat from a carcass with our teeth. But I bet every now and then they cracked open a can of beans. The festival will culminate in a refried bean sculpture contest. Last year's winner was a recreation of Michelangelo's David. Should have seen the bean bags on that one. Mecklencota Public Library's summer reading program starts up next week. Whoever reads the most books will win a 32-inch HD flat-screen TV, a brand-new 12-inch solar-powered calculator, and a free month of Snakecast, Columbia's leading streaming service, so some tiny person won't have to waste their time creating pictures in their head. Got some old antique frog figurines lying around? Maybe you can help Carlumbia star in an episode of the popular Hysteria Channel documentary series Antique Toad Show. Simply send the producers a self-addressed stamped envelope with your name, phone number, address, marital status, waist measurement, any known allergens, blood type, 
and a brief medical history. It would also be helpful if you included a brief description of your frog. You could make public television history. Until next time, stay human, Columbia. Thanks, Nia. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, Sarah, I see that you're rubbing essential oils on your skin. But where did your essential oils even come from? Oh, I just ordered them offline. I don't even know exactly where they came from, but I'm sure it's fine. That's where you're wrong. Did you know that over 70% of all essential oils sold in America are imported from foreign countries and are made by foreigners? Foreigners? Do they have my best interest at heart? How could they? They're foreign! Pour all your imported essential oils down the drain immediately and replace them with Doyle's Oils, the oil from where you live. Doyle's Oils are made exclusively from plants and animals that are indigenous to the Carlumbia ecosystem. Keep your body in tune with the local environment with Doyle's Locally Sourced Oils. Can we really trust frankincense that comes from all the way away from places like Africa or even South America? Why not trust a hard-working Carlumbian to make you an oil of comparable quality from local pine tree bark? Pine tree bark? What the f- Doyle's Oils, the oil from where you live. For almost two decades, residents of Mecklenkota County have struggled with the effects of the squirrel flu pandemic. As Carlumbians continue to be vaccinated, introverts are at risk. Isn't it great to be back in the office? Of talking to people again. Solitude is scientifically proven to prevent introverts from hearing about your weekend plans to rage on Galaxy Avenue. You won't believe what you can buy for 30 bucks. Take action against interaction. Become an ally today and support the hashtag Alone Time Matters movement. If someone you know is an introvert, please call anyone but them. They don't want to talk. A medieval soldier prepares for battle. A saber or a rapier? A civil war is inevitable. A musket or a blunderbuss? Two families alike in dignity will be joined with a wedding. Pistols or shotguns? If you want to kill the competition at the box office, you have to source the right tools of war. From G.I. Joe's to Sealed Team 6, I've outfitted stars and extras with weapons from toothpicks to tanks. I'm Remington Luger, and this is the Tactical Prop Master Podcast. I've spent my life scoping out the weapons in film. My podcast, filmed from my underground bunker in an undisclosed location, will unload all my experience on how to slay the audience. The opening scene with a simple sword fight, the movie midpoint with a murder montage with machine guns, the cinematic climax with a half-cocked Colt 45. You see, there are ten classes of weapons. Bludgeons, daggers, swords, pistols, shotguns, double-barreled shotguns, double-double-barrel shotguns, machine guns, and cannons. So join me, Remington Luger on the Tactical Prop Master podcast. Class is in session.
social media. Now, I only know what I heard and read because I don't do the internet, so I get skidder to do on my internet. No computer? No computer. No phone? No phone. It's James. No email? Well, I got an email address for various fireworks store-related correspondence, but I only check it when I'm up at the library taking a fancy dump. They got great bathrooms at the library. Much like social media, the library is both a repository and a depository. Why don't you like social media? Because the social media is just another leash put on the real Americans by the ruling class to control people and keep them in line. That's why. Why? You get suckered in? You got one of them internet presences? Oh, hell yes. I, I have personal social media, social media for my personal brand, social media for my skeet, uh, Skeeter Sporting Goods, social media for all of my podcasts and side hustles. You have to have a presence uh, to survive in this current marketplace. 91% of all retail brands have at least two social media channels, and the other 9%, you wouldn't have uh, heard of them. I don't know. Seems like a lot to keep track of. Says here on this sheet of statistics Skeeter gave me, the average person has 7.6 social media accounts. How many people are you trying to cheat on? I know that's right. My ex had 36 different social media accounts. Accounts they uh, wanted people to know about, and the other ones, secret accounts, nasty accounts, porn, social media for alternative personalities. Wow. I didn't know you were married. Yeah, I got married when I was 19, got divorced two years ago when Alex went AWOL in the relationship. Alex was military, right? Oh, hell yes. Army. I'm absent without love. You were married to a soldier, huh? Well, what do you know about that? I was married to a cheating, manipulating, lying-ass soldier for three years too long. Sounds like social media is part of the problem. Uh, You ain't wrong, Butch. We both spend way too much time messing around on our phones. You know, it says here the average person spends 127 minutes a day on social media. That's a lot of time in the bathroom. Yeah, and I have to spend at least two hours every day. And I have to do at least one full day a week just for posting ahead. Too much work. What's it all for? Skeeter. James. Uh Uh-huh. You don't fool around with the socials, do you? Nope. Why not? No time. Uh, Aren't you afraid of missing out? Aren't you afraid of being left behind? Don't care. Well, it would seem our little trinity is ahead of the curve. Says here over half the world's population is on social media. Yeah, right. The bottom half. More than half of the world's population? The whole world? How many people is that? Half would be about four billion. Wow, that's a lot of likes. But where's the love? And it's getting worse every day. Says here, the number of worldwide social media users went up 328 million last year. That's 10 new accounts per second. And they all wearing bikinis and want to be my friend. And just here in the U.S., where it matters, people ain't just wasting time with the socials. Says 55% of Americans watch digital video every day. And I bet you the rest are Amish or scuba divers or... Drop their phone in the toilet. Says here 51% of Americans view a vlog every day. What the hell is a vlog? 
use that to start a fire? <laughs> uh, it's way. a video blog. Oh, a video blog. That may not be as helpful as you think, Skeeter. James. What the hell is a blog? You use that to build a cabin in the woods? <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't that funny the first time, but a video blog is like a video diary. People talk to the camera and tell them about their experiences and point of views. And that's what's wrong with America. Everybody gotta be up on everybody's personal business. You remember personal business, Skeeter? James. What you eat, how you vote, how you pray, who you loving on. Time was a real American kept his business to himself and stayed out the newsprint. The only time a man's name should be in the print is when he's born, when he's married, and when he dies. Nowadays, you damn kids with your vlogs and your twitchers and your ticket attacks, you're all part of the problem. You feel like every passing thought in your head is worth sharing with the whole wide world wide web. Well, I'm here to tell you, and I believe I speak for everybody when I say, we don't give a crippled crab's crutch about what you think, about anything, let alone everything. We don't care about your health problems or your pets or your dead relatives or the comedian that offended you. You get just as much done telling a house plant about a dream you had. You're wasting your time, you're oversharing, and I ain't gonna waste my time pretending to be interested. You internet celebrities and influencers are a bunch of delusional, attention-starved children. And what you're doing isn't real, don't matter, and I can prove it. Tell you what, do some social media influencing in the one hand, and take a crap in the other, and see which one fills up first. And now, a word from our sponsor. Bucky's Meat and More Jerky Supply Store supplies only the finest selection of handmade jerky. And with our new meat stretch and release system, patent pending, we can now handle all your meat jerking needs. And our new meat stretch and release system, patent pending, we can now handle all of your meat jerking needs. Our expert jerkers really know how to season and stretch your meat. Rendering out all the moisture, leaving you with that tender texture just how you like it. We welcome the challenge to jerkify even your hardest meats, turning them into salty, sumptuous, shelf-stable jerky thanks to our bring it by, we'll give it a try jerky pulling guarantee. Now remember at Bucky's Meat and More Jerky Store, we jerk your meat so you don't have to. Follow us on Tender. 91% of American divorces. What is this, honey? 43% of American job terminations. Gary, what is the meaning of this? 15% of Canadian apologies. Sorry, let me know when you're done there, buddy. All caused by one thing, leaving the lotion next to the computer. Whenever you're having a little me time, don't forget to put that computer or lotion away in your high-quality American-made medicine cabinet. Now available with opaque doors. Hide your lotion. Hide your shame. Paid for by the Medical Cabinet Makers of America. Hi there. I'm Marigold Sibley, and I'm the Baroness of Bling. And I'm Simon Kennedy from Stamp Income Group. And, and this, this is the, the Almighty, Almighty Dollar, Dollar Podcast. Podcast. Everything you've ever been taught about morality is wrong. If you can afford it. But don't worry. We're here to help you think rich. 
On this podcast, we'll teach you to use the instincts you already possess, but have learned to ignore to set yourself free. Free to do whatever you want, with your body, with your credit, with your reputation. Free to live your life the way you've always imagined it, for a while. We're going to talk about inheritance management, credit card refinancing strategies, and the repossession industry news of the day. Welcome Welcome to to the the Almighty Almighty Dollar Podcast. Podcast. There There is is none higher. I'd like to take a moment to speak to you about our sponsor, Doyle's Locally Sourced Oils. The oils from where you live. (laughs) I'm not one of the more psychedelically inclined types. I'm no millennial hipster. I hate quick fixes and I despise quack medicine. But let me tell you, I was willing to try just about anything to get rid of my knee pain. I went to all the doctors, I rubbed the sticky goos all over myself, and swallowed every last pill they pushed. My knee pain only got worse. A friend of mine recommended that I try Doyle's, locally sourced oils. I said, I don't know. Who knows what good essential oils are going to do? We don't even know where most of that stuff is made or who made it. My friend says, Bush, I'm just going to give you a muscle salve. I'm going to let you have it. I just want you to try it out. So I did, and let me tell you, my knee pain is completely 100% reduced by a good amount. I can't legally say I'm cured, but Doyle's Oils will do everything it advertises and much, much more. And the best part is I can blindly put all of my faith in this product because it says right on the can, underneath a beautiful little American flag, made in America. The special thing about this product is that they only distill oils from plants that are completely local. No hibiscus or peppermint or cinnamon or any weird branded concoctions. Nope. All the oils are made from plants and animals you can find right here within a 50-mile circumference of Columbia. Don't put up with oil from foreign countries anymore. Depend on the oil right here where you live. Doyle's Oils. The oils from where you live. It started out as a goof with my friends. I thought I would never do it again. I was wrong. If you or someone you know has tried but can't stop cow tipping, you should know that livestock tipping could be an addiction. Tipping is a big problem for tipping addicts. They'll tip any animal. Just because it's sleeping. Are you or a loved one at risk? Call the Carlumbia Livestock Tipping Helpline, 1-800-NO-TIPPIN or go to nyolivestocktipping.com. We can help. Hi there, would you like to learn to minimize your overhead by using a tarp? Or how to make a recliner out of two liter plastic soda bottles? Then join us each week on the Bum Rush Podcast. I'm your host, Crouch. They call me Hooch. Each week we discuss the issues facing the modern unhouse sophisticate. Like how to cure tent city cough with just tinfoil and vitamin C. Or 25 life facts using pizza boxes. So subscribe today to the Bums Rush Podcast. Or you'll be bummed! Welcome back. Now it's time for my favorite part of the show, Ask Butch and Skeeter, where we open up the phone lines and offer our wisdom to you, the real Americans. What's on your mind, America? Call 1-888-88-SAVE-8-AMERICA-8. We're here to help. 8th on Massachusetts! Hi, Butch. This is Melinda McKenney. Fink calling from Athol, Massachusetts. Athol, Massachusetts. That's right up there on the border of uh, Perineum, Vermont, ain't it? 
Sure is. Some folks, some folks even make the drive all the way up to Balls, Maine. You ever been there? Nope. Tain't going either. Hey, I'm calling because I have worked years to be successful in my father's business. I felt obligated to take over as he worked his whole life to build the business. Dad's health has declined, though, and he's been hospitalized. And he has substantial life insurance policy, but it expires as midnight. If he dies before midnight, I will inherit enough money to pursue a new career I've always dreamed of and provide adequately for my family. What do I do? Well, uh... I guess if he's plugged into some kind of machine, it'd be simple to unplug the machine. Be ashamed to have to hold the pillow over the face all Joker style. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I think your father worked hard to create a business, and uh, you're stepping over. You're taking over the business already, so there's no need to commit murder. Yeah, that too. What do you think, Cassandra? Kill him, don't tell nobody. That's the best way to kill anybody. You know, I love to eat corn on or off the cow. Amalone, Wisconsin! Why, howdy, Butch. This is Rand from Amalone, Wisconsin. That's where they do the individualist convention every year. That's right. Not much turns out this year. Hey, I'm calling because my friend just called me up with a great way to make a whole bunch of money. He even set up an offshore account for my share of the profit. But it doesn't feel uh, legal. But he said if I give him $500, I'll make enough money where I'll never have to work again. I just got a disability payout. Should I give him the money? Oh, no, that's a scam, honey. That's definitely a scam. Anybody who wants $500 cash for anything. If it was serious, it'd be like four ninety-five fifty. Right? What do you think, Skeeter? It sounds like your, your friend is trying to trick you. <laughs> got any thoughts, Cassandra? Well, she can give me the money. I flip it. Don't tell nobody. Yeah. Like the way you think. You know, I only own one kind of sock, so that way they always match when they come out the dryer. Bill and Worcestershire, Shear, England! Howdy, Butch. This is Lady Lamont Scrabblebottom from Bell End, Worcestershire, England. Bell and Worcestershire, Shear, England. <laughs> That's the birthplace of Arnold G. Periwimple, the inventor of the cheesecloth. Oh, quite right. Periwimple really shifted the paradigm in wine sediment removal and toothless cuisine in the 20th century, but um, I digress. I'm telephoning today because my dear friend told me in confidence that he committed a crime. I saw in the news yesterday that somebody else was arrested for the crime my friend committed. Should I call the authorities? Mind your business. Again, your friend trusted you in confidence. You're only putting people in jail and getting people out of jail is just asking for trouble. Then you got more people, traffic issues and whatnot. What do you think there, Skeeter? I think your best approach is to speak to your friend and get them to turn themselves in. But uh, snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches. Truer words were never spoken. I know you guys have the socialized medicine over there, so the stitches aren't as big a deal. What do you think, Cassandra? Nah, just mind your own damn business before you get cut. Mind your own damn business before you get cut. We're going to put that into a meme with your picture on it. You know, I'll tell you a little something about myself. Somebody once called the police on me just based on a cough I had. Bitter in Tennessee! Howdy, Butch! This is Tango Stewart from Bitter End, Tennessee. Bitter End, Tennessee? I heard of you. That's where they brew bitter-ass whiskey. That's right. If they don't make it here, they don't call it bitter-ass whiskey. They have to call it even sour mash. Sour. Sour-er. Weird word. 
Hey, I'm calling because my buddy's super funny, but something sometimes his jokes are mean-spirited or insensitive or straight-up racist. Do I say something or just laugh along with him? Well, you gotta stand up to him. You gotta tell him what you're thinking, obviously. You can't pretend to laugh and go along for the ride. That just extenuates that method of thinking. It's dangerous and it's wrong. Tell your friend to be a real American and act right. What do you think, Skeeter? Uh, Tango, if your friend is well-intentioned, I know your pain. Not sure how to take that. Well, we're out of time. But we learned a lot today. Yeah, we learned that you can't fight the funk. We learned that lighters should look like lighters. We learned that I need to fix Butch's toilet. Mm-hmm. And we learned that great music brings people together. We learned that everybody loves a wishing well. And we learned that if you bring enough guys with guns, you don't have to knock. But enough about us. America needs help. So what are you going to do about it? work on your social media you have to but don't waste our precious hours on foolishness yes limit your screen time or get off the computers and phones and the palm pilots all together go out there and get a life read a book sing a song love somebody in real life i-r-l i do too thanks for listening real americans and never forget the only way to save america is for all of us to love one another Till next time, God bless you, and God bless America. Butch Hockersmith Saves America was written and performed by Gabe Arajo, Jordan Sentry, Andre Copeland, Christine McLennan, Johnny Melwater, Mittens, Normal Dennis, Taylor Pagani, Elijah Swain, Courtney Tyson, and Jonathan Williams. Special guest star, Shannon Catcher. Doyle's Oils was written by Normal Dennis. Columbia Calendar was written and performed by Christine McLennan. Ask Butch and Skeeter was written and performed by our special guest stars. This has been a Delusions of Grandeur production.